Welcome sa inyo lahat, mga kaibigan at mga kapatiran. At ang ating basahin na mga talata sa Acts chapter 1 verse 15 to 26 is the sad story of Peter's recollection about the life of Judas. Basahin ko ito and we will learn principles from his word today. At ng mga araw na to, tumindig si Pedro sa gitna ng mga kapatid at nagsabi at nagkakatipon ang maraming tao na may isandaan at dalawampu. Mga kapatid, kailangang matupad ang kasulatan na ipinayag noong una ng Espiritu Santos o mamagitan ni David tungkol kay Judas na siyang nanguna sa mga humuli kay Yesus sapagkat siya ay ibinilang sa atin at siya ay tumanggap ng kanyang bahagi sa paglilingkod na to. Bumili nga ang taong ito ng isang bukid mula sa kabayaran ng kanyang kasamaan. At nang bumagsak ng patiwarik ay pumutok ang kanyang tiyan at sumambulat ang lahat ng kanyang mga lamang loob. At ito'y nahayag sa lahat ng mga naninirahan sa Jerusalem. Kahit tinawag ang bukid na yun sa kanilang wika na Akildama na ang kahulugan ay ang bukid ng dugo. Sapagkat nasulat sa aklat ng mga awit, hayaang mawala ng tao ang kanyang tahanan at huwag bayaang tumira doon. Ang sinuman. Judas is an example of a person who was very near to know Christ, yet very far from Christ. So near, yet so far. Let's recall na after na si Jesus po ay umakyat na sa langit, about 120 of his followers ay naghihintay sa Jerusalem sa pagdating ng banal na spirito. What they did there is that they spent their time praying and worshiping God. Now, in one of those days, because it lasted for 10 days, isang araw, si Pidus stood up and addressed the group. Because the Holy Spirit has given him clarity about the need to replace Judas Iscariot. Isa sa mga original na pinili ng mga disciples ni Kanyang Judas betrayed Jesus and killed himself. Now let's look into the treachery of Judas. Judas' treachery was known to Jesus during the time that he ate the last supper with them. He warned the disciples that one of them would betray him. During the time it was not so clear to them kung sino sa kanila until Judas case the Lord Jesus Christ before Jesus was arrested. Now, ito po yung nerecall ni Pedro tungkol po kay Judas. They need to replace him because he was counted as one among them, as one of the twelve. So Peter pointed out that David had prophesied this treachery. He quoted here Psalm 55 Verses 12 to 13. And itong For it is not an enemy who taunts me. Then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals 
insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, O oh man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. Si Pedro ay nag, uh, nakaala, naka, nalalaman niya that it was a predetermined thing that God would um, would have Judas betray right? by Nos Cristo. So Judas was responsible although sa kanyang ginagawa. Although God knows na gawin ni Judas ito, but it was really Judas who chose to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. But this is also had been predetermined na magbetray si Judas sa kapeno su Cristo. During the time in John chapter 13, during the Last Supper, we recall that just after Jesus had given Judas the bread, pumasok si Satanas sa kay Judas. And he went outside, Judas went outside, and then he arranged the arrest of Jesus with the Jewish leaders, and then binayaran siya ng 30 pieces of silver. We know the story, the rest of the story. Now, Peter recalled Judas as one numbered among them. This means he was included in all the road calls of the 12 disciples. He was really one among them. He joined in with, he joined in with Jesus and with the rest in the ministry to heal and to even cast out demons. Ironically, the prophet Isaiah described Jesus or Judas, not Judas, but Jesus, Jesus didn't describe Isaiah, as numbered with the transgressors, Isaiah 53 verse 12. Jesus is numbered with the transgressors. And this has reference to his death. Did not this foreshadow his association with Judas? Na makasalanan na kasama ni Pansuiso for three years? Most probably. And makita natin dito sa verse 18 and 19 that it is enclosed in parentheses because this is a footnote. The author, Dr. Luke, ay nagbibigay siya ng more detailed account than the rest of the other writers like Matthew and even uh, Mark. Bakit ma? Because Luke was writing to Theophilus, who was a Gentile, and Theophilus needed more context in order to understand Luke's letter. So, as Luke described here, Judah's body fell from its hanging place. Nag-hang himself. Doon siya possible ay nag-stay for quite a while. His body was hanging there for quite a while because it was not seen or undiscovered or the, the, the people just deliberately ignored. In such a case, because of prolonged exposed exposure, his body, Judah's body, particularly his abdomen, has collected gases and then nahulog siya, and then the picture of what happened after he, he fell 
It's quite grotesque. Graphic. Lumabas ang mga lamang loob. And it's like a, you see, it's a grotesque picture. Judas, according to Peter, has received the reward of his wickedness. And this has reference literally to the 30 pieces of silver he received for betraying Jesus. 30 pieces of silver. This was the amount of money the owner of an ox had to give the owner of a slave the ox killed. This was the requirement in Exodus 21.32. Kapong ang isang alipin ay makapatay ng baka, ang kanyang amo ay magbabayad sa amo o sa owner ng baka na namatay, pinatay ng kanyang slave ng 30 pieces of silver. Now, this is not a coincidence. I believe this is really a reflection kung anong ginagawa ni Judas. Hindi niya alam na he became the slave of the wicked Jewish leaders. Siyang naging alipin ng mga kudil. Now, whatever happened in Judas' mind and heart, na siya po ay nag-try that isa uli ang 30 pieces of silver. He tried to return this, but the chief priest denied, did, he did not accept the return of the 30 pieces of silver. So ang ginawa ni Judas, kinagis niya ang 30 pieces of silver, and ito po ay ginamit ng mga hudiyo, itong 30 pieces of silver, to buy a field, and he called it a kelema, ang kaulugan, field of blood. Something, something fittingly na sinasabi pa na a place that is dreadful because it became a, a place of burial, a cemetery. A, a place that we don't like to go. And it was a fitting na decision ng mga hudiyo to make or to buy the field in order to make it like a seminary or not seminary but cemetery. Judas' deceptive life and tragic end should make us aware that we could be so near to Christ yet so far. You know, see Judas was very close to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything that Jesus has taught Everything that Jesus did, nakita niya. Yet, hindi siya born again. He hardened his heart. Ang problema ay ang kanyang puso na masyado matigas. That no amount of promptings and convictions from, from, the, from, from the Lord Jesus Christ himself who is teaching the truth ay hindi nakapasok. Because it was really so hard. He pretended all the time that he was okay. And he was believing all the teachings of Jesus. But, ang kanyang puso ay puno na makasalanan, makasarili, hardened. So near, yet so far. Let's examine our hearts. Let's not allow that our hearts will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. Let's say to it that we will sport always a broken and a contrite heart. May God help us. Lord, thank you so much for your word today. Let it be that we will learn from the example of Judas. 
help us not to take for granted and na ang aming puso, Lord, ay maging matigas katulad ni Judas. Lord, I pray that you will help us to have always a soft heart. Not only for today, but every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.